This is bad. This is bad on so many levels. Okay, well, maybe not that bad, but I hate this. Like, really hate this. Like, really, really, really fucking hate this. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I drink. I mean, in fact, I drink a lot. I smoke. Or at least I did before Elena got me on those nicotine patches. But I don't do anything that messes with my head on mission. It's my job to keep everyone alive, and I can't do that if I can't think straight. See, pot? That's a different story. The Corps has a zero-tolerance policy on marijuana. So I haven't done that much. The first and last time I smoked was back in high school, and I got so sick, I basically never wanted to try again. I still remember how my brain felt disconnected, like I was trying to control my own body with a remote control from one of those cars from Radio Shack. Wait, does Radio Shack still exist? Shit, I'm getting old. Look, some people may be into that. That's great. Good for them. But for me, pot is a one-way stop direct flight to paranoid hell. Which is all a really long way of saying that right now I can't think straight, I can't move right, the team is split up, we're in the middle of a revival meeting by the Church of Father Dagon of Fishfuckertarian Saints. <laughs> You're listening to the Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, River, Rooster, and Rory were all in this apartment in the Mission District in San Francisco, listening to the words of the voice of Father, or Father's voice. It changes. Rowan was not too far away, sitting at a table at a sushi place outside on the patio, and Father said hello. Inside the house, this man, Rafe Seal, is talking about the sea, talking about peace and meditation and letting emotions move you and accepting those emotions. He sounds a lot like a sea-based Mr. Rogers. It's okay to be angry. Go with the waves. It's okay to be sad. They come in waves. It's okay to be happy. They come in waves. And just recognizing when the tides change. Some of this stuff that he's talking about makes sense. Surprisingly, it makes sense, and disturbingly, it makes sense. He rails against capitalism, he rails against consumerism, and it's really resonating with the crowd that's here. Because a lot of them are downtrodden youth, a lot of them are folks that are struggling to make ends meet in a city where rent is stupid high, and the uh, idea of the American dream has become a nightmare to so many. And he's offering and preaching something else. River, you're standing next to the waif that invited you here named Natalie. And Rory, you're by the door with Rooster. And Rooster is quickly, or slowly, sobering up, depending on what the definition of that time. There's still some time dilation for Rooster. What are you guys going to do? Does the talk seem like it's about over? There are times when it feels like it climaxes, and then he goes into another tangent, but the tangent seems to make sense. At this point, he's talked for about two hours. He's an excellent orator. 
You don't realize the time has gone past. And his voice is calming and warming. You don't think that there's anything supernatural about it other than the fact that it's just one of those voices. I'm going to text River from Rooster's phone. So you try to, f- you don't see River. I look up where River was and then. No, no, no. You see River in the room. You don't see River's name in the phone. So I look for River's name, don't see it, try to think through what Rooster's called him, <laughs> and eventually find Sherlock and send a message. So what's the plan? Just get out of here as soon as the talk dies down? Question mark. River, your phone your phone vibrates. Mm. You, you've got a message. Uh, I'll check to see who it is. Rooster. Uh, okay. I'm going to check what time it is. How long have we been here? It's 8.30. Okay, I'll, I'll open the message. Does that say it was from Rory? No, it says it's from Rooster. Okay. You see Rooster standing there, but you see Rory holding a phone. Okay. Rooster's eyes are very wide right now and blinking. I will text back Rory. I'll respond yes. Okay. Get him out as soon as you can. And I'll text back. Maybe start recording on your phone too in case one or both of us gets out of your shot so we can play it for Rowan later. Oh, what a good idea. He continues on for a little bit more. Around the nine o'clock hour, actually right directly at the nine o'clock hour, he closes his sermon, if you will, with Aya Deganaya. And remember, Father loves you always, always. And he smiles a grin that's worth a thousand dollars, million dollars, billion dollars. It's immeasurable. All of the gold in the sea. Some people clap and other people yell, Aya, Dagan, Aya. Some people are embracing in hugs and standing up. And he seemingly glides through the people and exits out the door. The front door? Yes. I'm going to kind of grab Brewster's arm and just start slowly making my way towards River. I'm I'm better. Just just go. Let's just go. Once I realize that he's following me of his own volition, I'll just let him follow me. Nope, don't let go, but we can move regular. Natalie grabs River's hand, and she intertwines her fingers in yours. I'm so glad that you came. Will you be able to come same time next week? We're going to have a feast, other than just the snacks that we have here. I'll try to make it, yeah. Excellent, it would be great to see you again. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Hey, do you guys get together for Father's Day? Yes. We're going to meet for a special Father's Day, but we're going to talk about that next week. You should definitely come by. Okay, and it's going to be here again? Yeah, it's going to be here. I think we're going to start here, but I think by the end of the night, we're going to head down to the water. Yeah, this this ocean stuff is is, is fascinating. I'm, I'm usually more into rivers myself. Rivers are still water. You know, they feed into the great ocean. Rivers are just as important, if not more important sometimes. Absolutely. Well, great to meet you. Oh, wow, look at the time. I, I've really got to go. Can I have a hug? Sure. She embraces you with a chest-to-chest, heart-to-heart hug. And she just takes deep breaths, and every time she takes a deep breath, she squeezes just a little bit more. You've got good energy about you. I'm concentrating on hyperbolic geometry. Did you say that out loud? No. 
she releases you. You have good energy. I, I really hope to see you. I think that you, you will like it here. Really? I, I kind of feel like I'm kind of low on energy, actually. Oh, but you've got a good energy, though. It doesn't have to be a lot. doesn't have to be bright, but it's there. It's like it's flowing, like, like a river. Yeah. Viria Indana Abuka. Is, is that German? No, I think it's it's some some Asian language. Oh, probably Sanskrit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Spiritual stuff, you know. I don't can what what is it again? It's about the flow of energy. I don't know the exact translation. I I want to I was going to look it up. You know, the more that we learn, the more that we could be better about ourselves. Yeah. The more that we can teach others. Well, you've taught me a lot. I I really do have to go. Okay, I want to say bye to some other folks as well. I hope to see you again soon. Yeah. Bye, Nick. Bye. She heads over. Captain and Vic, are you guys doing okay? Yeah, I think he's... Um, yes, I don't... I'm okay, yeah. I'm going to get him home. Okay. I think he didn't quite handle it well, but it's nice, nice time. We'll see you next time. Um, before you go, I feel, I feel real bad. Hang on. She walks over to one of the cabinets in the kitchen, pulls out a pill bottle, shakes it, opens it up, and pulls out these dark gray pills and puts them in Rory's hand. This is activated charcoal. This might help him out. Can I check if it's actually activated charcoal? Yeah, go ahead, roll a medicine roll. 22. Yeah. Great, thank you. I'll kind of pocket him and head towards the door. Yeah, make sure he gets a lot of water and gets him gets him a safe place. I, I know you, you seem like a really good friend to him. He's got a lot of dark, dark, dark energy that he needs to get in control of. And I keep telling him that. Hopefully this will be a, uh, a way to, to help him uh, expunge that. Oh, hold on. I got something else. They don't sell this anymore. And she comes back with a small amber bottle. This is Epicac. He will get rid of everything. Maybe he'll get rid of some of that darkness in him that way as well. But make sure he's home or away because he's going to be, be, you know. And she makes a motion of, of someone throwing up. Of course. We're going to be doing this again next week. I'll make sure to tell everybody that he does not get any cookies other than just the snickerdoodles that Howie's making. Because Howie makes amazing snickerdoodles. So you guys should come next week. Yeah, I'll see how my schedule looks. We're also going to have a pretty good feast. And it's free. If you want to make a donation, that's cool. Hey, Mister, your friend looks kind of kind of shaky there. You need some help with him. I'm um, yeah. Help is good. Help is good, right? Aya deganaya, aya hydra aya, aya deganaya. Yada yada yada. Yeah, I'm I'm leaving now. Yeah, I, I kind of drag Rister out the door. Bye, Vic. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Well, it's a couple weeks away. Screen wipe, Rowan. That was the only thing that Father had said. And then when the voice said Aya Day and Aya, you hear Father's voice one last time. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And you notice that when the voice stops speaking, the little bit of weird, fuzzy connection that you had ends. I can only describe it as a very faint radio station, very quietly was going on like static in your ears and i like reach for a necklace that i'm not wearing right now because river has it for metallurgical testing how the hell did he get through and then i look up and around 
I'm kind of surprised that I've been here as long as I have been and no one's bothered me. Yeah, they seem to have let you go about your thing. Uh, actually, someone's kept refilling your water. Very nice of them. Have I had any luck locating whatever was downloaded onto Rory's phone? No. All these hours of digging through and I can't find anything? No, you can't. And it's a little frustrating. It's a lot of frustrating. It's very frustrating. And I'm just like, how? How the hell are they that good at it? But I heard the the meeting coming to an end in the earpiece. My, my Bluetooth is starting to give me the, you've been running for hours now, battery warning. So I'm going to stand up, stick Rory's phone in my pocket, and casually saunter off in the direction that I saw Rory coming from. Because I know Rory knows where the car is, and I figure if I go in that direction, I will find them eventually. So you do find your car. And your car is in a very, very tight parking spot. I'm kind of impressed he got that in there. Yeah, it looks like the person in front of him backed in your your front bumper. Jerk. Well, this is going to take some work to wriggle back out. Is there anywhere nearby to sit down and wait for the guys? You can sit, sit on one of the stumps, not far away. Okay. I will sit down and pull my phone out and shoot a quick message to River and Rooster and say, tell Rory I'm by the car. Don't bother coming to the sushi place. I'm good. How are things looking in there? I start slapping at my pockets and actually find the phone this time when it buzzes. I just, I just like, ow, 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 stop slapping the phone. <laughs> because it's right in my ear. Oh, shit. And I pull my phone out. Oh, sh- sorry, LT. I was looking for the phone. I forgot you were still on there. Um, what's up? Tell Rory that I'm by the car. Come and find me. She's by the car. Can can we please get the fuck out of here now? Well, you're sounding a little better. That's something. Yeah. You guys flow out of the house like a good stream and people kind of had their own ways. People are offering hugs to others and people are waving at you and saying goodbye and they don't even know you. You don't even know who they are. But you've shared this experience now. And uh, they head their way and you guys head back toward the car? Uh, yeah. Uh, Doc, what what did they give you? What did who give me? The they gave you. You're not gonna get. There's this is activated charcoal. It's for like if you overdose on. You're something. not gonna make me take it, are you? No. If if you'll be if you think you'll be fine, I, I trust. don't know if I'll be fine, but I don't trust anything they have. That's fair. What's the other one? This is if you want it want it out now, basically. Uh, do you, do you trust it? Um, I, if you think you'll be fine without it, let's go without. I, I want it out now, but hold on. Wait, I may not. Hold. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh, were those your shoes? I'm sorry. It's alright. Uh, didn't need to reuse these anyway. Wait, wait, can I make a dodge roll? You don't need to. You've got across the street. Oh, God, somebody shoot me now. So we're going to screen wipe to Rowan. Who has very carefully ended the call once she's heard that the guys are out. 
And when she started hearing Rooster making that noise, because she's like, nope, they're fine. They don't need me to hear this. It's fine. But yeah, I'm I'm sitting on one of the stumps, cross-legged, in the dark, because it's nine o'clock at night, and even in the summer, it's dark by now. There are some streetlights throughout here. You see your crew of three walking, two walking well, and one seeming to have a bit of a, a, a limp or a, a struggle walking. I'll get up when I see them coming toward me. How you doing? I think he's seen better days, but I think the worst is behind him. I've... I failed high school pot taking. Do you need a paper bag? That's right. Most of it's on my shoes now. It's great. Yeah. Do you have any of those little booties for evidence collecting? Uh, Sorry. You might want to protect your car. Uh, I don't. Um, oh, don't worry. I'm throwing these away. Don't. Don't worry. I won't make you put up a a solar blanket or anything in the back. I'll just lean out the window this time. Okay, uh, I'm going to go and carefully open the back of the Subaru. Rory, how did you get this in here? It wasn't easy. That's what she said. He, sorry, that's what he said. You, what? sit your ass in the back seat. And I fall over and curl up in the fetal position across the back seat. Oh dear, you're going to have to let someone else sit back there with you, dear. Do I have to? Someone has to. Damn. I'm driving. You already threw up on my shoes. And I'll go into the into the back of the Subaru, go into my evidence collection kit, and pull out a big Ziploc bag and hand it to Rory. Here, you can put your shoes in there. Uh, thanks, and I'll throw them in there and toss it in the back seat, or in the trunk, and I'll go around and get shotgun. So, what is next? I, I think our biggest goal right now is getting Rooster home. I use River's lap as a pillow. I'm going to shoot Rowan a look. I'm like, kind of like, oh shit. Mouth the party to her. Yeah, I'll nod a little bit and be like, Rooster, could Rory see your phone? Uh, he's His his phone is currently bugged with something. Yeah, here. She's under girlfriend. <clears throat> you see that there are about 49 messages. Yeah, I think we're going to need to warn Elena. I'll give the phone to Rory and be like, tell her it's you. And then lean over and be like, tell her what happened. Because he's not going to be in a state to check the phone for a bit. I won't read all the text messages. What's like the gist of what of the text messages? I'll kind of scroll past them. But It starts off, can't wait to see you. Looking forward to seeing with you. I've got a great surprise for you. Why aren't you responding? I will text back. Hi, this is... Cappy, Rooster's <laughs> friend. Rooster ran into some pot brownies. Didn't handle it well. We're on taking him back now. He's doing a lot better. You're not even going to say he got fed, force-fed pot brownies, just that he ran into some? She can figure, she can ask you about it later if she really wants. Rowan, so right. you're taking you're, you're taking him home first? Yeah, he's closest-ish from San Francisco, and I think he needs to get tucked into bed. I feel bad for Elena, whatever surprise she had planned, but also shit kind of went fucked. I'm also going to give Rory's phone back to him and be like, I can't find it. Whatever it is that they put in your phone, it's buried deep. You need to get a new phone. Okay. Well, for factory reset and 
honestly, at this point, I wouldn't even trust a factory reset because whatever it is is buried so deep that I could not find it with a good computer science role. So this is the sort of thing where it's like, get a new phone, run this one over with a car, and then throw the pieces into the bay. Like, I don't trust this at all. So you arrive at Redacted and Elena's place, and Rooster is still kind of curled up in the back. I'm just braced for an earful. I'm going to get out and go to Rooster's door and open it and slowly try to get him out. Okay, Sleeping Beauty, I think this is your stop. Five more minutes, Mom. No, I'm not moving. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. No. Quinn's looking for you. Mm, No, I feel that bad. I'll just sigh, put the car into park turn it off and walk up to Redacted and Elena's door and tap on it. A few moments later, Elena comes out and she's flanked by two people. They're a little bit older. And she looks, I thought six o'clock is what we said. It's 1030. Yeah, I know. This is Redacted's mom and Redacted's dad. We were going to have dinner. We ran into a situation. I say trying to give, because I know enough now about Redacted and Elena's relationship to know that he tells her things that he wouldn't necessarily tell his parents. And just try to give her, like, even pull my glasses down a little bit so she can see my eyes. We ran into a situation. Rooster, you see Elena and then you see your mom and your dad come out and your dad's got his cane. River, do you see two people with Lena up there? Yes. Does one have a cane? Yes. And don't think I didn't see that cane in the back of the car. My Beretta's in my lower back, in the holster. Please shoot me now. No. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't your fault. Elena starts walking toward the car as she brusquely passes by Rowan. I will take the Beretta out of the back of his thing, just in case. Pendejo, what are you doing? I had a dinner planned with your parents. You were supposed to be home about 6, 6.30. I... Okay, one, I didn't know that. Can you come home fucked up? B, it wasn't my fault. And... Ooh, we're gonna have a good conversation about this. It really wasn't his fault. Don't shush you. And thirdly, the doctor said it wasn't my fault. And so did the other doctor, and... Oh, you're gonna need a doctor's note, that's for sure. I'm not a doctor. I know. I'm really, really sorry. I promise this really wasn't my fault. And he took my gun. Please shoot me. No, you look like you're sick. Oh, she pat you on the. She pat you on the cheek. This isn't gonna go well for me. He's not as sick as he was before. Well, that's good. So it wouldn't be too bad. I mean, there's if there's a doctor, it wouldn't be too bad if he if he sleeps on the couch, then, right? I doubt he's gonna notice where he sleeps. Come on. Let's go. Oh, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. No, you're not sleeping in the car. They need to go home. Okay. We need to go home. You need to say hi to your mother and your father. Oh, God damn it. Please tell me Jenna's not here. I'm not inviting that bitch to to our house. God, I love you. Okay. (sighs) Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She grabs you by the hand and pulls you out of the car. Your head bonks on the door jam as she just continues to walk, holding onto your wrist. Ow, ow. Shush. Uh, ow. No. 
Yes. No, you're not allowed. Not anymore. Who won the fight? <laughs> not you. We're going to say I won to make it easier for you. Okay. Hi, Mom. It's not my fault. It's okay, honey. We're going to go home now. We're glad that you're okay, but it's getting late, and you know I don't like driving in the dark, and your dad can't drive right now. I, I, I didn't know, and it, this really isn't my fault, I swear. I got drugged. Okay. You know I don't do that shit, and I'm, I'm gonna go drink some water and fall over. Your, your mom nods. I know, honey. It's okay. Elena is a very good cook. We had a great meal. We learned a lot about her and you and, you know, how things are going. We really like her. Elena looks at your parents' rooster and says, All right, let's get you to your car. Looks like this luggy's out of commission. It's really good having you guys over. Hopefully we can schedule something again soon. I'm just going to turn and look at Rowan. Did, did we get what we needed, at least? More than I expected. Okay, good. Was it worth it? For... You did good. The other... <sighs> you did good. Thanks, LT. So, Rowan, you've got Rooster on your shoulder, and he's having some trouble mo moving. Elena is making her way up the stairs. Each step that she makes is deliberate, almost as though that she's slightly stomping. You can tell she's pissed. I, I'd say I didn't do it, but I didn't do it on purpose. I really didn't. She turns back and looks at you and glares while she's walking. Okay, well, you, you can sleep on the couch tonight, because if you're going to be sick, yeah, don't want you puking in bed. No, no, I, I'm pretty sure Cappy's shoes got that one already. And that two and three. I don't want you puking on the linens, no, oh. And she disappears into the bedroom. The house smells amazing. All right, you. Let's uh, let's get you settled. You're heavy. Ow. I know. Uh, just just drop me over on over there. I'll figure out where the couch is. Nope. We we we've gotten this far together, Boyo. Okay. And I'll guide him toward the couch. Couches are generally placed in really obvious places in the living room, so it's pretty easy to drop him onto that and then be like, I'm going to get you some water. I'll be right back. Okay. I may have to turn over. My face is in the couch right now, I think. Just turn your head sideways. Uh, now I'm squished sideways. We'll deal with that in a second. And I'll... Walk into the kitchen. Elena walks out of the bedroom, passing Rowan, and she's just shaking her head and muttering things in Spanish. And she's got a blanket and a pillow. She walks behind the couch and tosses the blanket over Rooster. Redacted, you are so dumb some days. I... I, I really did it. You know I don't like pot. I, I really don't, and I didn't... I could... How could you not know? I'll come back out carrying the glass of water. He got force-fed, essentially. Uh, the pillow goes over my face. She's holding it with both hands and looking at you. If I didn't love you so much, you might get smothered. I know. And she puts it on top of your head? Nah. And then she picks up your head and drops your head on top of the pillow. Not so kindly. Ow. She gives you a kiss on the head. Not ow. 
and I'll put the glass of water on a nearby table and look at Elena raising my hands a little bit, just like, you don't make it out of your hair? She puts up her finger as like one moment and then points toward the kitchen. And I'll nod and walk that direction. The worst part is it had raisins. It wasn't even chocolate chips. Ooh, that's evil. You deserve it. You deserve the raisins. I know. Do you need anything else? Yes, but it but I need to be sober and just make this stop. Ugh. <sighs> and she shakes her head and sighs. She walks into the kitchen and grabs a mixing bowl, a good-sized mixing bowl, and just has it in her hand. And he might need this later. He's looking kind of green. Yeah, there was uh, some throw-up earlier, but uh, judging from my own experience, when I had something similar happen, he's not done yet. She puts one hand on her hip and kicks her leg out as she kind of blocks your way out of the kitchen. She takes a serious stance. I know that he doesn't talk about a lot of things, but he does talk about some things. What happened? I've never seen him like this. He's not like this. This is not him. No, it's not. He doesn't even have a fucking drink when we're on mission. The short version is that he was tailing someone to find out some information and wound up in the middle of a situation where he had to play along with what was going on or risk shattering everything that we're working on. It started with uh, with yoga and stretching. He's very bad at it. Oh, we could fix that. We can get the blood moving. You know what? Tomorrow, I think we're going to start a new yoga routine. Her stance kind of softens a little bit, though her lips are still drawn a little tight. Mm-hmm. I heard that. You said I was never allowed to do that again. We're going to do sun salutations in the morning and downward dog before you get to do any dog stuff. Uh, yes, ma'am. Don't worry. I'll be in front. She smirks at you, at Rowan. And Rowan just smiles a little bit back at that. This was... This went very badly. And it spiraled out of control a lot faster than I expected it to. And... Everyone got out, and everyone's fine. He'll he'll be fine once he's thrown it all up, but it was closer than I like. Okay. And I'm really sorry. I wanted to have him home for this, and I'll gesture at the mess that is the kitchen. If you want a hand cleaning up, I can come back through after I drop the rest of the guys off. She looks back at, at Rooster. She looks at you. No, I think he's going to be on KP duty in the morning. I appreciate the offer, though. For bringing him home fucked up, yeah, that's a good penance. But he's going to do some cleaning instead. That's that's fair. Let me make it up to you a different way, then. Let me take you guys out to dinner somewhere if you want. You, you, don't, you don't have to. Where are you thinking? <laughs> Where do you want to go? Name somewhere that you've wanted to go and haven't been able to. There's a new Japanese place that does, like, all omakase, but it's all seafood. I'm not so sure. Ooh, I saw your eye twitch. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Rowan definitely twitches a little bit at that one, but she kind of shrugs. As long as there's something there that isn't seafood, I'll be fine. I think they've got the A5 Wagyu. If that's where you'd like to go, we can make that happen. I'll talk talk it over with, with Redacted in the morning, and I'll see which place he wants to go because he's going to be getting a little bit of a reward. I saw that. 
I saw you. None of that. None of that tonight at all. No. She's talking to Rooster. Okay, never mind. My face is back on the couch now. Well, good, good practice for breathing. She's biting her lips to try not to laugh. She puts her hand up for a high five. Yeah, I'll, I'll high five her at that one. All right, let's get this baby boy a, a puke bucket, and you have to go take the other guys home. Yeah, but again, I mean, he has my phone number. I can leave you my phone number, too. If there's anything that I can do to help out, let me know. Yeah, I'll be all right. I've babysitted babies before. Wah! Wah! She looks at the plastic mixing bowl. Don't break it on him. Don't. I, it won't break. This thing. These things are great. They get thrown all the time. Or they can get thrown all No, I'm not going to. And I'll nod, nod a little bit and be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the rest of the guys home. Let me know how he's doing in the morning. Make him call me or something. Okay. That sounds like a plan. She walks back into the living room, caresses Rooster's hair, puts the puke bucket alongside, <sighs> gives Rooster a kiss. She moves his, moves your head, Rooster, to make sure that you're not going to smother yourself. You are not getting that satisfaction of smothering yourself. She makes sure that you're sleeping on your side. And she starts undoing his boots. I'll come out with the bottle of ibuprofen that I'm sure is prominent in the kitchen, set it on the little table next to the, the glass of water, and then wave goodnight to Elena as I slip out the door. Look at Rowan, show her the Beretta, and you want to keep this for now? Yeah, I'll hang on to that. And I'll take it from him and stick it in the tire well. I don't think he was really gonna do anything, but no need in taking any chances, right? No, no need to take chances. I will say that if you're worried about it because of, and she gestures at the area of her arm where Rooster had been cutting himself, if you're worried about that, I wouldn't be. That doesn't, that doesn't necessarily lead to using a gun in that particular way. Well, I know he's got uh, leftovers from his experiences, but he doesn't confide in me nearly as much as he does in you, so I'm going to defer to your judgment. Well... We'll see how well that works out. Let's get you two home. Rory, we need to destroy your phone. Uh, and sooner rather than later. Yeah, when I'll be on the way to dropping off River, we can take care of that. Okay. Somewhere that's not near any of our homes. Exactly. Yeah, I'm already worried about it being anywhere near Roosters, but Elena can take care of them if necessary. Rooster will be back on his feet in the morning. He'll be fine. Uh, I remember the first time I encountered a, a pot Twinkie at, in university. Worst night I've ever had. So that's his girlfriend. She seems nice. Yeah, that's Elena. She's pretty cool. When she's not, you know, actively trying to murder us dead because we fucked things up. So we're going to fast forward a little bit here. You're able to drop everyone off at home. You're able to discard the phone as necessary and go about normal life stuff again. Whatever the fuck that means for ourselves. I am contacting Andrew as soon as I get home, though. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure he's worried. Um, probably. Honestly, like, even before I drop you off, I'll hand you my phone and be like, text your fiancé, tell him you're alive. And I, yeah, I'll do that. And then when I get home, I'm checking my messages on my iMac 
already figuring out where to buy the new phone for the next day. So we're going to say that you obtained new, you reached out to Andrew. He shared that he was worried. He's always concerned, but he trusts you and that he hopes that you're okay and he wants to talk with you. He hopes that he gets to see Chase because you currently have Chase with him. You're sharing custody of Chase at the moment. What's River doing, you know, as he gets home or in the next, uh... Did I ever get a response from Javier? Yes. Javier responds back. It's been a bit. Okay, well, I will send him the information on the motel where I left Cesar. You get a response. I'll try to get to see him. I'm a little booked right now with work, but I will try. If you need anything from me, let me know. Sounds good. Hiking soon? Uh, probably not until later in the summer, at least another month. Okay, later. Good talking to you. Rowan, what are you doing? So there were several threads that I wanted to pull on, especially in the wake of all of this. We have the redacted version of the Operation Delilah Operation Report. Uh, so the two things that I want to follow up on is getting the unredacted version of the Delilah Report and then using FBI resources to try and find any recent sightings of Jonathan Powell. And then maybe starting to gently drip in the ear of a SFPD that there's weird cult behavior happening at a particular address. The following morning after we get everything squared away with the San Francisco situation, I text Sam on my way into the office and say... Hey, I am working on something. Can I have access to your files or chat with you about it when you have a moment? Agent Point sends back to you. Uh, sure. Just come on into the office. Mikasa Sukasa. Text back. Thank you. Much appreciated. I'll see you in about 10. You get a response. Bring chopsticks. I'll, like, look around my car because I'm texting at the stoplight and be like, uh, so I'll actually make a quick detour to a little Chinese place that's near the office building after I park, grab a couple packets of chopsticks, and head down into the basement office that we share. When you open up the door to your office, you realize, man, back underground again, but this is a different feel to it. But there are certainly no windows. The room is dark right now, and you see the glow coming from his side of the room. It's a pretty good size office. It's actually a couple rooms. I'll walk over, like, tap my knuckle against the door frame to announce that I'm there. Brought chopsticks. Excellent. I got Vietnamese food. So oh. I got a, a salad over here if you want some. I've got some spring rolls, but they didn't bring chopsticks. God damn it. Uh, it's one of those things that are trying to cut down on all of the, the costs, I guess, so they don't do utensils unless you actually ask for them. Yeah, just like, hey, let's not give people straws because straws go up turtles' noses, but they don't think about all of the, you know, the mass production junk that goes into the into the ocean. They put it all onto the consumer when the consumer is less than 1% of all of them. Sorry. Oh, I know. Uh, the industrial shit is a lot of the problem. But make people feel bad for wanting a plastic straw. Of course. It's so much easier to make people feel bad than it is to actually change the industrial system. Of course. But hey, corporations are people now, right? Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> and I'll hand them the, the chopsticks and, you know, there's a couple extra sets for the next time that they forget. Excellent. 
And I'll like glance around pure instinct at this point uh, before coming back to him. Uh, I had something to ask about the Green Triangle stuff. Okay. I might have answers for you on that. I'm hoping so. Uh, there's uh, an operation from 06, Operation Delilah. And I'm just watching his face to see if that triggers any response. No, he's he's kind of looking at you waiting for the next bits of info. During a, well, during the operation that got me back home recently, we found a redacted version of the report and we're starting to think that the unredacted version is going to be important. Yeah, usually the unredacted ones are more entertaining, but, I mean, redacted reports. <laughs> well, you know, they they do their job, keep information suppressed that needs to be suppressed, but um, there might be some information in there that will be of use for what I and my team are working on. So, Delilah. Operation Delilah. Delilah. Don't you dare start singing that goddamn song. Oh, no, I hate that song. Good. This was apparently what broke one of the cells. Oh. Yeah. 06. All right. 06. Sounds about right. Yeah. L cell. All right. Let me let me look at it. I don't know if I can get you an answer immediately. Anything else you need? Yeah, there was actually one other thing. Uh, I'm trying to pool database resources to uh, find a fellow who uh, is here on a visa and trying to figure out where he might be in the country. Oh, all right. Yeah, fellow by name of uh, Jonathan Powell. Jonathan Powell. All right, we can look that one up easy. That's really easy. I'm going to throw something over to your monitor. Have a seat. Cool, thanks. Now sit down. So he throws over the information for the Bureau for you to start tracking as well. A couple moments later, damn, that was quick. All right. So it was kind of hidden and buried, but... You found the, the information on Delilah? Yeah. Damn, that was fast. Leopold, puncture wounds, Lori. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm going to come over. It doesn't give full names. It gives the typical secret squirrel shit of just code names. Yeah. At least they didn't choose cowboy names. I mean, because that's kind of dumb. <laughs> I have no comment on that subject. Yeah. All right. Well, here it is. Delilah. Interesting. Okay. Well. No, I don't think so. What? You're tied to Operation Delilah. Kind of not really. Why? But kind of, though, right? Kind of. Do you know, like, that old biblical story about Delilah? I was raised pretty Christian, yeah. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Here's a fruit snack. Son of a bitch. It was a temple of Dagon that he brought down. Uh, sure, I'll take your word for it. So yeah, Rowan just, like, leans back and looks up at the ceiling. Of course. Why would they call it anything other than Operation Delilah? Except in this case, Dagon broke something else. Mm-hmm. But you don't have, like, pretty hair to cut. Nope. Cut it a while back. Sam. Son. <laughs> My dad's name is not Sam, so I am not a Sam What's son. your last name? Shit. Agent. Hodgson. Hooey! That's all conspiracy theory shit as he's rubbing his hands together. I wasn't even out of high school when this happened. Yeah, I'm not saying that you were tied to that. You were probably tied to something else later on, though. 
Maybe why you were snagged. Ten years later. So the ranch gets an email or gets a group text message that says, get this shit, guys. Samson and Delilah. LOL, LOL, LOL. No other context. And I just look at him and just like shake my head. Well, that's interesting. I don't know if there's much actionable there, but it's interesting. Not unless you can help me track down the, the names of the people who are attached to these uh, agent code names. I'm trying now. Oh, you are? Thank you. Yeah, I don't do things half-assed. Come on. Whole ass everything. I agree. That's right. All five foot four of me. Oh my god, is he really shorter than Rowan? Fine, yes, I need you to reach the top of the desk. That's okay. I'm just gonna grab a stepladder. Hey, you know what? There have been many times in uh, in my various fighting arenas where someone a full head and shoulders shorter than me has put me on my ass. Mm-hmm. I don't underestimate short people. That's right. Now, this might be tough to find because it looks like they're all the code names, but... Well, uh, I might be coming to chat with you some more about other things. I've got a couple of I have a couple hard drives I'm going to be digging into over the next however many days it takes. I'll just bring them on in. I've got nothing else better to do right now. Actually, that's a good idea. I might bring that tower in, and I mean, not like I not not like we have anything else going on. Nope. Well, I've got something I'm working on, but nothing nothing out of the uh, ordinary. Nothing pressing. Okay. Ooh, Jonathan Powell, British national, based out of London was here. He is currently overdue on his visa. Tisk tisk. And it looks as though that he bought a... Oh, look at that. Looks like he bought a Greyhound ticket and he should be arriving into San Francisco later tonight. What? Hey, coincidences and stuff, right? I come and lean over his shoulder. Are you serious? Okay. Uh, which... Greyhound Station, uh, specifically the San Francisco one or one of the East Bay's? It's a, it's, no, it looks like it's an SL, it's San Francisco one. He purchased it in Flagstaff, so he came from Arizona. Of course he came from Arizona. He's been there this whole time? Uh, no, no, actually it looks like he was in Colorado and Montana, and it looks like he's been bouncing all over the place. Spent some time in Louisiana, was in San Diego. Did he go through Idaho at any point? Probably through the Wyoming part, but no, I don't know. He's crisscrossing. There's, there's, I mean, you can make the try. The times don't, times don't add up though. What do you mean? Okay, look, here he bought something in northern Texas. Uh huh. Right, and then that went to Michigan. But then two days later, he took a Greyhound from Metairie, Louisiana, to San Diego. I mean, theoretically, you can get from Michigan to Louisiana in two days if you—that's if driving's all you're doing. But, hmm, is it the same credit card or whatever he's? How is he purchasing these? I'm leaning over his shoulder now. Same exact credit card. Signatures huh. are the same and everything. Ooh, hang on. He took money out, and he pulls up a picture from a ATM. Is that the guy you're looking for? I look at it. Same fella. All right. Well, this was taken in Portsmouth, Maine. A week ago. Why is he moving around so much? Backpacking across the United States? Europeans are weird like that. I mean, I went through Vietnam from stem to stern, but this is different. Well, this is also fast. I mean, if you're backpacking, the whole idea is to take in the sights. I'd expect him to, you know. Oh, here's another withdrawal. Reno. Yesterday. Hmm. And he pulls up a picture. Same guy. Huh. Well, I think I'm going to need to stop for a diabetes testing kit. 
Rowan says much more to herself than anyone else. Is there a problem with your sugar? No. No. Just a question that I have for Mr. Powell. All right. Do we need to bring him in? I mean, we, we could lean on him. Um, his visa is expired. That would be an easy enough. I'm going to go and meet him at the station, I think. I'm going to go call, go get a collar on him. Do you want to get a warrant on him or are we just, just leaning on him? I just want to talk to him right now. I don't. I want to keep this unofficial if I can. It looks like Border Patrol and Immigration has him on an alert board. Do you want me to wipe that right now? Yeah. Okay. He starts typing pretty quick. All right. So he's cleared. They're not gonna. They're not gonna look into him. He's not gonna cycle through for another uh, two weeks unless he becomes an issue. Unless they actively start to look for him. So you got two weeks before the before immigration starts poking around. Yep. Hopefully two weeks is enough. All right. I appreciate you, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what time is his bus due to come in? Let me see here. Ooh, late. 3 a.m. Oh, well, it's not like I have anyone to go home to. Give him a wry little smile and a little salute. Aww. Eh, so it goes. I am going to go home, grab the tower, and come back. Right. I'll be back in like an hour or so. If they need anything, you know, have them call my cell. Sounds good. It's a quick trip back to your house, back to the office. You lug it, lug it on downstairs and it looks like, oh, that's a nice rig you got going on. Thank you. Built it myself. Trying to keep it offline, so let's not connect it to any networks or anything. All right. Sounds good. There's a dead switch over there. Just straight up power. Perfect. Do you need one or two monitors? Uh... Let's start with two. All right. Come on. They're going to be in the other room in a couple boxes. So, Cool. Go and start lugging them over and getting everything set up and start digging through those files that I've been having trouble with. So you start to, to look through the information on the hard drives. And with Sam there kind of helping and filling in some, some spots and his general know-how, you do find that there are personnel files for all of the people that were at the location, or at least a lot of people at the location. Almost all uh, were part of the homunculi cloning project. In the files, it says that they carried limited memories in their personal lives, although there was an on-site counselor that was having breakthroughs in retrieving memory. There were some notes about it being a fortuitous event since the original plan did not have them remembering anything. There's all kind of biometric data on each of the people that were there. You also see that a couple guards had been quote-unquote recycled, and then you find a disciplinary form for Rufus. That's a name that rings a bell immediately. That was password protected, but the password was quickly decrypted, and you find out that Rufus allowed a prisoner to escape, and he didn't just let them go, he opened the door and encouraged them to go. And Rufus was summarily recycled, and his remnants were sent to quote-unquote recorded in the library. Orders for food stuff, expense reports, one particularly expensive expense report for a very fine bottle of rum, and there is a list of phone numbers of about a thousand numbers, and they're cross-referenced with colors and animal names. They are in a combination of one could just be a color, could be a name and a color, could be two colors and a name. It goes up to a string of five of all of the phone numbers. You also do see that there are news reports for our cell 
the activities there or the lack thereof, almost like the cover-ups that are listed. Everything except for Idaho. You also find an email from Erasmus Refund to a blank email address stating that the enumeration of Chiromon is in quote-unquote play, and it's his attempts to locate it. It seems as though that he responded, gave a report back after each of your interviews. There were some responses, but the responses are not recorded on the emails. They might have been encrypted or erased. It seems as though that his information in his emails became more and more urgent with each reply to learn the location of the artifact. You also find some personal emails to Claire Refon. You knowing what you know, you know they were sent post-mortem. He expresses how much he missed her and how he knew that she couldn't read the emails, but it was good for him to reach out since he was hurting so much. He apologized for bringing carcinogens into the home and his line of work and that they couldn't get her the cure quick enough. You also find that there are databases of key logs and security logs and some sparse files on the rest of our cell. They're not nearly as detailed as yours. And you do see that there is the entire series of Downton Abbey and a Mexican telenovela. So someone had a penchant for their stories. So I sit back after recognizing that I've gotten everything that I'm going to out of the hard drives, tap a pen against my lip thinking, well, time to start tracking some phone numbers down. Well, here's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I used apple jelly because I didn't know what you liked, but you better get going because it's 1.30. Oh, Jesus Christ. And Rowan looks down at her wristwatch. Wow. Okay. Uh, yes, going. And I'll start shutting everything down. I'll come back to this tomorrow. Sounds good. I'll be here. Do you ever sleep? Yeah. Points at a cot. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you for the sandwich. I don't think I've ever had apple jelly. This will be interesting. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'll head out, already starting to eat the sandwich as I go. It's tasty. It's a bit sweeter than before, but it's good. I didn't realize how hungry I was until I started eating and went, oh, yeah, no. Hyperfixation. Need to stop doing that. You arrive at the Greyhound station, at the bus station in San Francisco. The bus pulls up that should have Jonathan Powell, and you watch everyone get off of the bus. It's late at night, people are groggy, the light overhead flickers just a little bit, and the sounds of the quiet city are behind it, and you don't see Jonathan Powell. The last person off is the bus driver, a rotund lass. I'll walk up to her briskly, pulling my badge out of my pocket. Hi, Special Agent Redacted. Uh, Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah? What do you want? I was informed that there was a passenger on your bus that I didn't see get off the bus. May I check your bus to see if they are still on it? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Who are you looking for? Anybody in particular? Uh, Ginger British fellow. Probably would have stood out, actually, a bit. Yeah, um, he was a nice, really nice guy. He actually got off on Quartzite. Got off on... Oh, you bought a ticket all the way through to here. Yeah, um, he didn't get back on. He said that he had some stuff to take care of in Quartzite. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope he's okay. Did he have any luggage with him? Uh, he had a, like, a pretty good-sized backpack. It wasn't thrown underneath. It was one that he kept with him. Bet that was fun to fit in your seats. Eh, my seat's not too bad. What they choose to put on their laps, they put on their laps. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, what time did you stop in Quartzsite? It was at 8.55 a.m. Rowan stops and thinks about that and thinks back to when she and Sam were pulling this information. Does that is that about the same time? No. No, you guys were pulling the information a little later. All right, so I'll give her a warm smile and a little nod. Thank you so much. You've been really helpful. All right, you have a good day as well now, too. Yeah, get some rest. I'm sure it's been a long day. It has been. And she kind of leans and cracks her back, and it sounds like an accordion. And I'll give her a warm smile as I walk away, pull my phone out, and text Sam. Jonathan Powell got off of the bus in Quartzsite at 8.55 this morning. If anything pops from there with his credit card, let me know. Okay, I'll keep my eyes open. So, over the next couple days, we're gonna, we'll, deal with, we'll deal with the stuff. Rooster, you deal with the fallout with Elena. She's pissed. She planned this big five-course meal, which you see the remnants on the, the kitchen table. And, you know, she slaved over it. I spend my time basically cleaning everything constantly. Rooster, as you spend the next morning cleaning up the leftovers of dinner, Elena softens. She still seems a little pissed, but seems to be accepting of things. And then when you guys get dressed up to go for that fancy dinner that Rowan promised, she's back to normal. Oh yeah. And the restaurant, A5 Wagyu, as well as chicken yakitori, you didn't have to get any seafood. Rory, what are you doing? I am going back to work. I am, when I can, checking in with Neville and seeing how he's doing with the doctor he's been seeing, the neuro doctor that I set him up with. You talk to the neurologist and she comes up to you. He's, we ran into a couple problems. The, the first MRI machine went down like two minutes into the reading. And then we tried one of the open air ones and that one is now broken. Wow, okay. What do you think caused that? I don't know. We did an EEG and I couldn't get anything any real measurements on it. Everything is, is there's just too much noise on it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine. What have you been able to find? I got his blood pressure. Something? Yeah, I got his blood pressure. I've got uh, pulse oximeter was fine, was good. That's that's pretty neat. Uh, have, you run, have you run any just mental tests on him? Just, you know, question, answer? Yeah, he's he responds oddly to some things like he, he exhibits behaviors as someone that might have had you know a TIA maybe one or two but I don't I don't know that he doesn't have any any issues with you know motor skills some cognitive stuff is a bit weird but from what he's talked about I mean it's 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 a neat case it's for sure well I do appreciate that you've been looking into him if there's anything I can do to assist yeah we'll keep an eye on him okay I'll let you know I don't I don't think so but I got him scheduled for another imaging session here coming up later this week. Hopefully we can get something with that. I mean, getting these last couple machines fixed has been been a pain, but... Uh, mind if I uh, observe for that one? Yeah, sure. Certainly welcome to. Okay. Now he says you're going to take him on a, uh, on a on a field trip? Let him go get us some fresh sea air? Yeah, I promised him I'd take him out Father's Day. Yeah, sounds like that should be a good time. He mentioned it. Yeah, get some nice sea air in there. 
So that's the end of that conversation, really. The neurologist kind of just goes through, you know, some other basic small talk about other patients that, that you might have uh, had. And she asks your opinion on a few things as well. Do you want to go talk to Neville? Sure. Let's do that. He's currently sitting and he's looking in the newspaper and doing a crossword puzzle. So I got it. I got a question for you, Doc. Shoot. This is going to sound horrible. Uh, believe me, I've I've seen I've seen a lot. I don't think you could shock me. What's WAP? That is something I'm not super familiar with. Uh, it is a song. It's a song, right? But it, it but but the song is like W A G. Oh no, there's a new song from like last year. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like they're saying it's wet and gushy, but when did gushy start with a P? Oh, you're listening to the radio version. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever listen, if you ever listen to the the not radio version, you'll figure it out. Oh. Oh. Okay. I th- I think. So how the test been? Are they treating you well? Uh, no. Yeah. They keep saying they're breaking, and I feel bad. I feel real, real bad. Because apparently they're really expensive. That's all right. They're not used. Obviously, they couldn't have anticipated that. Yeah, the radio operator keeps cursing and like saying all this mean, nasty stuff. They're really unpleasant. I'm. I guess I understand. I guess they're frustrated, but it's not your fault. I hope not. How's the memories been? Are you recording when you remember stuff? Yeah, I did. And he hands you the tape recorder. Great. Uh, mind if I, I guess, take this back and listen? Sure. Go. Go right ahead. Okay. Are Are we still on for? going to the cove yeah that was that sunday right yeah yeah that should be fine excellent could could we maybe get me some different clothes because i don't think they are you know there's no back to these to this gown i mean i've got pants the pants are comfy and the socks are fantastic they got grippy little things on the bottom oh they're great i love those i'm gonna give you a couple pairs of my scrubs for now and later in the week i will bring you something okay how about that? Sounds sounds good. Okay. How's 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 Mr. White doing with his uh, relationship? I think it's going fine. Um, I think yeah, they went through a rough little rough patch, but they should be fine now. They're they're pretty solid. Okay. Good. Good. I worry about him, even though he punched me a couple times. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's okay. I have that effect on people some days. Yeah. So what do you remember about, uh, you want to talk about Nathaniel Wingate Peasley? You brought him up before. Not Nathaniel Wingate Peasley, Wingate Peasley. Are they two different people? Yeah. Nathaniel's his father. Oh. So how do you, you knew both of them? Sort of. I knew, I knew Wingate and I did meet his father, the, the elder Peasley, a long time ago. And he kind of looks up and his eyes kind of go back and forth. I don't remember when though. I, I'm sorry. It's all right. I think everything's a little fuzzy for you from whatever. I don't know what happened, but... Yeah, so so Wingate, yeah. What can you tell me about him? Um, he's, uh... He was a fine fine chap, fine fellow. We did spend some uh, time together in, in doing research. Was this in the library or something else? Both. Okay. He... There were times when he seemed dim, but that's... I think that was just a facade. He, he's actually a very, very smart, smart man. I know someone like that. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, his research was always fascinating. He looked at things from different angles. 
it's surprising he got tenure back in the day as a professor. But now, I mean, I guess that's not much of a problem now. But I really don't know about here and now and then and such. His handwriting was so beautiful, though. It almost was calligraphy. And you wrote in the library. You were transcribing the notes. Yes, and he there. well, he he wrote there and he wrote wrote elsewhere as well. I never read those notes from the library though. Has he written any books that I might have read? I don't think you might have read them. Oh, what has he written? I mean, he's a psychology professor, so unless you study deep dive into psychology, I've dabbled. I don't know the names. I'm sorry. I would be surprised if he was not published. I'll have to look him up, see if I can find anything. Okay. Is there anything else? You said you needed some clothes. Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, no. No. Okay. They're, they're treating me well. I'm not a prisoner, am I? No. If you'd like to stay somewhere besides here, just let me know and I can figure something out. Maybe after we do the tests, because I, I kind of feel like I'm back at that back at that base, even though the, the guards are nicer and the food is not as good. Let me tell you, when they treated you right there... They treated you really right. Like, they got me a Chateaubriand that was amazing. And a bottle of wine from France that I swear is the gross national product of some small third world countries. Yeah, after the test this week, we can we can look into that for you. All right, good. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for this. Of course. And then I'll take my leave and head back to my other duties. Okay. Bitter! I think you said that you had a few threads that you wanted to pull on. At some point during this time, I am going to do the analysis of that medallion, find out the exact composition of it, and also want to research just what the trout sensory scale is. And then, okay, last time there was a name, I think you were stumbling over it a bit. Was that intended to be Lobachevsky? Yes, the word was um, Lobachevskian space string-based nonlinear consciousness, a self-resolving quantum anomaly. So the other thing I want to do in any spare time that I have, since I still have the book Beyond the Veils of Science, which uh, Roland talked Rooster out of making me hand it over, I'm going to go through that and... I am going to... Looking for terms like Lobachevskian space string, was it? String-based. Yeah, space string-based nonlinear consciousness. Lobachevskian space string-based nonlinear consciousness and hyperbolic geometry, flat-form tesseract, and self-resolving quantum anomaly. All right, so it's going to take you a little bit of time for you to review all of that. So the initial the initial component that we're going to talk about first off that pops up for you while you're doing your research in your dad cave, you do get a breakdown of the materials in the necklace. It's primarily a, an aluminum alloy, so it's exceptionally light, but it does include neodymium, which is often used in magnets, but this does not show any, you know, magnetism attraction and detraction. And then also there is a element here, a rare earth element that you cannot identify with an at-home test. But it does not give off any radigens. So even if you looked at it or had your handy dandy little uh, Geiger counter, it does not activate on the Geiger counter. I will take it into work and use the lab there. 
after a little bit of research, you do find an abstract about trout. It talks about the scale. The name of the article is an evaluation of factor structure and convergent validity on extra reality based phenomena. So there's a lot of babble about parapsychology, about extrasensory phenomena, and extrasensory perception and other forms of weird stuff. And it also gives the determination underneath as well of what different titles are, of what the scale is. It seems as though that it is a four-part scale, though there are some that cross over and maintain, some of the subjects maintain different determinations or diagnoses uh, as well. Okay, before I even start going through that in any kind of detail, I'm going to shoot it off to the other team members. Okay. And then for the last one, I'm going to need for you to roll your sanity. Oh, thank you. 59 out of 58. Oh! Roll 2d6. 10. You suffer 10 points of sanity damage as things begin to make sense. Oh, can I pass this off at all? No. Okay. Your unnatural increases by six. I did not hit my breaking point. River, you suffer a bout of temporary insanity. At this point, Katie comes in and you are so irritable you don't even remember lashing out and yelling at her to get out because you're so focused. And she does. She goes off and and waits a bit. You just bury your nose in the book and everything on the outside of the book for the next week is a blur. You don't eat. You don't sleep. You don't remember sleeping. You've actually fallen asleep on the book a couple times. You take a drink from uh, what you thought was a glass of water, and it worked out fine. It's actually paintbrush water, but it was water, and you just did it just mindlessly. Jen comes in. We're getting ready to make plans for Father's Day. Are you going to come out of there? Father's Day? Is it Father's Day already? Close to it. You've been in here? And you've yelled at us? Are you ready to come back and join your family? I need to call Rowan. That's your initial thought. I get it. She slams the door behind her. You hear the minivan starting up. And the house is silent. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Soslowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3, Act 3 is an original scenario titled In Time and Space, written by me, Dan Voshkevich, with the help of the rest of the Redacted Reports cast. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan certain reports to each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. 
We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Sherrick Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, and The Entity Some Have Called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week, because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe. And they're coming. Ha, 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 ha.